Thanks for tuning in on Apple or Spotify to listen to another brand new episode of The Eye Test. Before we start the show, please take five seconds to leave a review. Since we don't sell you anything, this is the best way to help us grow. We would really appreciate it. Thanks again, and enjoy the episode. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Eye Test. I'm your host, John Kirkner, with Bobby Amendola and Paul Orlando. We are The Eye Test, brought to you by Belly Up Sports Media. Today, we got another episode of the Fantasy Awards. We're handing out awards for the players of Week 5. And we got a good show. We uh, put up some polls up on our Instagram, at the Eye Test Pod. You should go and follow us because we are now doing weekly polls every night during the Monday night football games to see who you think should win the awards. So we got a lot of votes last night, and we're going to hand out some winners. You guys ready for this? (laughs) We're not in sync at all. No, that's okay. (laughs) Because we're about to be in sync. Um. Cue uh, the newest or the best NSYNC song ever, Paul. I know you know it. You are <laughs> my, my fire. Wait, I think that's actually Backstreet Boys. <laughs> no, Same that thing. is Backstreet Boys. <laughs> 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 no, it's Bye 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 is the NSYNC. Oh, yes. <laughs> bye Wait, Bye. Wait, sings the one that's like, I want... No, that's one I was just singing. Uh, yeah, that's Backstreet Boys. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. We should I... stick to Fantasy Boys. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we do have one new award this week, but we got to start the first award out with the week winner. And this candidate featured in a film, I'm Always Effin' Open. And we did make this a PG title. That's not the real title of the movie. But um, yes, I'm Always Open, Jamar Chase. Yeah. And that's not what he said at all, in case you were wondering. There was a different word in between always and open, but we won't say it because this is a family show on YouTube, of course. But Jamar Chase finally, in week five, his big breakout game. And boy, did he break out, starring in I'm Always Effing Open. And boy, was he always effing open. 19 targets, 15 receptions, nearly 200 yards, even added three touchdowns for you and put up a cool 53 points. I know I've been saying this a lot, guys, but it seems like there's a 50-point player throwing up that amount of points every single week. And finally, we got the Jamar Chase performance we were all looking for and honestly exceeded anyone's expectations at this point. Yeah, we've been waiting for it. He was almost – Joe Burrow was making room for him at Bust Island. He was getting his chair open. He was about to say, hey, you can come sit with me. But Jamar Chase was like, no. Uh, So congratulations, nominee number one. Let's head on over to nominee number two, featured in You'll Never Get More Than This, DJ Moore. That is some excellent foreshadowing from the producer in that title. Wow, it's like they knew that DJ Moore was going to star in this role. But yes, we, Bob, just talked about 50 burgers being thrown up in the air and DJ Moore threw one up for us on Thursday night. If you were playing against him and you were just looking at your scores and you see that you're already down 51 (laughs) points to DJ Moore, it was probably not looking good for you. 
if you played DJ Moore in your fantasy week and you still won, we would love to get a DM of that matchup. So please feel free to shoot us a DM on Instagram with that. But yeah, DJ Moore went absolutely stupid. And it's crazy because it wasn't like a 15, 16, 18 target game like Jamar Chase. DJ Moore only saw 10 targets. But the thing is he caught all eight of them for 230 yards and three touchdowns. He had almost 30 yards per catch. That is just absolutely insane. DJ Moore had an absolutely electric week. And after he just got done torching the Broncos defense, he came into Washington, which is definitely a better defense, but still, eh, I don't know. But still, 10 targets, 8 catches, 230 yards, 3 touchdowns. I do not expect DJ Moore to continue this run of 25-plus point weeks, especially uh, his schedule is actually kind of easy. Minnesota, Raiders, Chargers. But enjoy the 50-burger while it was here. DJ Moore, if you had him in your wide receiver tour flex, he certainly won you your week, hopefully. Yeah, I did see uh, one tweet this morning where uh, he said, I had DJ Moore in three leagues. And then it was like, enter, enter. I went 0-3 this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and actually, one of those that happened in our Dynasty League, my matchup this week, I went up against DJ Moore, and I thought I was cooked on Thursday. <laughs> I was like, it's over. And it didn't happen. So there was one circumstance where sometimes 50 point performances don't actually automatically get you wins. All right. Well, I've got the results here, guys. And it was quite a landslide. 74% going to one guy, 26 going to the other. Wow. Pretty lopsided. Our week five winner, ladies and gentlemen, Jamar Chase. Come hey. on down. Collect your award. I think we all knew that one was coming. Congratulations yeah. to Jamar Chase. Yeah. And for DJ's DJ Moore, more little indie film did really well at Sundance, but he didn't stand a chance at the uh, under right. the big lights. One hit wonder for DJ Moore. Oh, that would have been a good nominee name. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, head on over to our next award here. We're doing the most improved nominee. Number one featured in Jamar is down there somewhere. Joe. Burrow. <laughs> We put Joe Burrow in Bust Island last week. It was a hotly contested topic, but he ended up in Bust Island, and now he had his best performance of the season in Week 5, and Jamar was certainly down there somewhere this week. All three of Joe Burrow's touchdown passes went to Jamar Chase. He added 317 yards, put up a little over 25 fantasy points. So... This is what you wanted for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was being drafted as a top five quarterback, and this is what you were pretty much expecting. Unfortunately, his breakout performance happened in week five. Let's see if he could build on it, get his way out of Bust Island potentially, and maybe earn himself some more awards. But we'll see. And unfortunately, he still sits as the QB 26 after week five, which is not what you want. But for this week, Joe Burrow is a nominee. Yep, nominee, and he's. I've heard from the press that he is gunning for that week winner award. Maybe he'll be there for week six, and we will see. But first, let's have nominee number two come on down for the most improved award featured in Don't Get Used to This, Dallas Goddard. Yeah, Dallas Goddard stars in Do Not Get Used to This because, quite frankly, I think this is a one-hit wonder. I think this is just a film that caught the eye of a certain niche audience and is just going crazy. 
Dallas Goddard did have a great game, though. Nine targets, eight catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown. That was good for over 27 points, which is weird because that threw him into the tight end one conversation. He's now the tight end eight on the year because of one game. (laughs) That is crazy. So if you drafted Dallas Goddard thinking he was going to be part of a three-headed monster in Philadelphia with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and himself, don't get used to this because he has yet to break 10 points up until this week. And he finally did it in good fashion. But Dallas Goddard, I do not foresee this happening in the long term. I think AJ Brown and Devonte Smith are still going to eat those targets. But for this week, it certainly did you some wonderful things. So Dallas Goddard, congratulations on your 15 minutes of fame. You can now return to mediocrity next week. It was a short yeah. film, wasn't it? Totally. Yeah, short it was. Film. One of those weird Sundance, you know, <laughs> things that people like. Yeah. I mean, if one thing's for sure, it's it's not going to be a Dallas Goddard game next week. It'll certainly be probably Devontae Smith because he didn't get peppered. Um, it was mainly just A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard. Actually, the whole house that I was at watching that Eagles game, I don't know if you saw the beginning, but we were all like, Dallas Goddard, anytime touchdown. And then, like, the first pass was that to Dallas Goddard and the second, third, fourth, and then just touchdown. We're like, that was easy. <laughs> I thought I was going to sweat made. that out the whole game. So congratulations to Dallas Goddard and Joe Burrow. And we do have the winners here. And it was a close, closer than the first one, guys. Really? 58% said one nominee. 42% said the other. Wow. Wow. And boy, is it a good week for the Cincinnati Bengals because Joe Burrow wins most improved. <laughs> I thought it would be much more of a landslide than that. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance that a lot of our followers are Eagles fans. So that could have could have played true. something into that. You can't, something into that. you can't deny the breakout of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase this week. You just can't. Because when a tight end pops for like 20 points, it's like, okay, that's not. But like everyone's been waiting for Joe Burrow to improve. Yeah. So I, I can certainly see it. Hopefully your team's not 0 and 5 or 0 and 4. <laughs> yeah, <Grand>. right. <laughs> Cuz you're pretty much torched at that yeah. point. All right, well now we're going to announce the biggest surprise winner here and nominee one, number 1 starred in a a crazy film. I mean, he he started he, he started in the film You paid him how much? And that's Zach Moss because he found out some crazy information on Sunday. And this certainly is a crazy film. It's one of the biggest dramas of the year in NFL land. And Zach Moss just happened to be a beneficiary of this. He was the lead role in You Paid Him How Much. And he's looking at that Jonathan Taylor contract saying, why'd you pay him that much? When I'm putting up 34 points in week five, the week that Jonathan Taylor comes back, I mean... 23 attempts for 165 yards, seven yards per carry, two touchdowns. This is not the Zach Moss that we saw in Buffalo. I don't know if it's the Colts offense or he's just rejuvenated after leaving Buffalo because Buffalo seems to mistreat their running backs for some reason. But Zach Moss is looking like the guy that maybe you should have paid the Jonathan Taylor money. Of course, I'm not being serious, but. But he thinks that he thinks that because he's like, <laughs> I'm the one putting up all these fantasy points and yeah. Jonathan Taylor's not. Yeah, so I believe he season. also co-starred in Hold My Beer. 
because he <laughs> saw, I believe he was a co-star in that film. Paul, can you recollect? Is that true? I think. Yeah, because like he saw Jonathan. This is such a stretch. He saw Jonathan Taylor get paid, and he's like, "Oh, okay, hold my beer," and then just yeah. goes now off. Now I want to get fantasy points, right? Well, anything else, Bob, on Zach Moss? No, no. I mean, I wouldn't. Eventually, Jonathan Taylor is going to take over the lead role. So another title for this critically acclaimed movie could be "Enjoy It While It Lasts" because it's mm. not going to be lasting for too much longer. Yeah, yeah. That's good. All right. Well, this guy uh, also has never been nominated for anything. Um, and he <laughs> features in a film, I Need a New Quarterback. And that's George Pickens, everybody. Come on down, George Pickens. Yeah. yeah so George Pickens finds himself the star of a, a film that we can probably put a bunch of receivers in this starring role here. But George Pickens is it this week. And it's, I Need a New Quarterback. And we've always kind of said it here. George Pickens does pass the eye test. He is an absolute unit. I will never get tired of watching his practice clips of him just like jumping over a guy, grabbing it one handed and then like spiking the ball in his face while he's on the ground. And that's like his teammate. I just think that's the coolest thing in the entire planet. <laughs> but George Pickens, he did cook my Baltimore Ravens, as sad as it to say. He did put up over 30 points, 10 targets, six catches. 130 yards and a lone score in the fourth that would lead to the game-winning touchdown for Pittsburgh. And my God, what would we do if the Pittsburgh Steelers had an apps like an actual capable quarterback under center? Kenny Pickett is very tough to watch. He's like is a little boy out there. And luckily, George Pickens was there to pick up the slack for him. But George Pickens is wildly inconsistent. He put Eight points up, 26 points, 11 points, five points, and then 30 points. So it's sort of a you never know what you're going to get with him. But for this week, it was enough to land him as a nominee for biggest surprise in his film. Dear God, please send me a new quarterback. <laughs> Paul, real quick, what was up with – um? oh, I guess it was the Steelers' offensive coordinator that was, like, super angry about – the play call that they made, it was like, what, third and one, fourth and one? Did you see that? Yeah, so the rumor has it, and not nothing is like set in stone, obviously, this is what I heard on the radio, but rumor has it that Kenny Pickett got the offensive play call, and he said, absolutely not, we're not running that, and then Pickett called his own play. That's, oh. That's that's a good sign for Kenny Pickett growing into like a an I, alpha quarterback. It is, but at the same time, when you are struggling – and the offensive coordinator is your boss who de truly determines whether or not you start the next week or not. Yeah. If you ignore play calls and even if you succeed, you're just kind of, you know, poking the bear there. But yeah, I mean, the fact that it worked, I give Kenny Pickett credit. And that offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh is horrible. He, I mean, horrible. We, he's, he's, he's absolutely so bad. Horrible. Dude, everyone was so happy upstairs in the booth and he was just like, uh. <laughs> Horrible. Like, He's like, yep, my job's probably gone. I don't know. Tomlin's pretty loyal to him from the stuff that I've heard. That's the problem. Yeah. Who is it again? Matt Canada or whatever? Canada. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we have some results in, and it is a landslide. Ooh. We've got 72% of our voters voting for the biggest surprise. Zach Moss. No Ooh. one expected that coming. Who would have thought? George Pickens, I get it. George Pickens, you could see uh, 
a blow up game real quick. But Zach Moss, especially after that Jonathan Taylor contract, I don't think people saw it coming. The committee's really going with the nominees that I've been covering today. It's yeah. crazy. But I yeah. mean, like, are we really truly surprised about Zach Moss? I mean, Jonathan Taylor hasn't played football nor practiced in like over 290 days. What did we think that he was just going to come out and all of a sudden get 25 touches and lead this Colts backfield? No, with a, I don't think with a new so. coach, a new so coordinator, like, and a new quarterback. I think it was more so just Zach Moss scoring 34 points. Yeah, like Zach Moss was. Like, gar- didn't get like 12 receptions, right? Pickens got six catches on 10 targets, so it's not like it was crazy, but yeah, Moss has been putting up like decent numbers all year besides week four. The thing, the, the thing is with Zach Moss is that when he was in Buffalo, he was garbage. And granted, he was never given probably a role like this, but <laughs> he had some chances. Like he had, you know, he had in 2020, he had over 100 rushing attempts and he almost had 100 rushing attempts in um the last two seasons but didn't even finish didn't never even sniffed like rb4 territory his highest finish before this season was rb45 so he was garbage like yeah in in buffalo again maybe it was just a thing with buffalo and them not knowing how to utilize their running backs properly but doesn't seem like this isn't your dad's zach moss oh mm. use that twice now and i like it <laughs> Did I? Yeah, you used it last week. Oh, well, it's a, it's a good saying. It's a good it saying. It's a great saying, dude. <laughs> Don't even get me started on not your father's root beer. <laughs> it's so good, dude. All right. What if I just... Okay. Let's... Um, We got two more awards. This one, Mr. Consistency, is our new award for week five. And nominee number one starter in a film, the CEO's eldest son. And that's Stefan Diggs. Yes, it is. It is certainly Stefan Diggs. And Stefan Diggs is, as this award says, Mr. Consistency. He is the wide receiver, too, after week five. But as this movie title says, the CEO's eldest son, you always know when the CEO's eldest son walks in that he's entitled he thinks he deserves everything, and he's just a little bit spoiled. He sometimes performs really well, or typically performs really well because he learned from the CEO himself, but that entitlement just sometimes has little blow-ups. And mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs, the B- Bills did not come out really well in the first half, and he was not performing well at the half at all. And you saw there was a clip of him getting angry on the sideline, not to anyone in particular, but just getting angry in typical Stefan Diggs fashion. But they righted the ship in the second half. Stefan Diggs ended up finishing with 24 fantasy points, eight receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. And come that was coming off a 37-point performance in week four. And... He's just, as the title says, Mr. Consistency, but just comes with a little bit of attitude with him. Yes, it does. Yeah, and let's not forget, Stephon Diggs was drafted as like the fourth or fifth or sixth wide receiver in that first round. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of, of, you know, eighth, ninth, tenth draft spots are are pretty happy right now taking Stephon Diggs. So Stephon Diggs trying to win Mr. Consistency. Can he do it? Or will it be nominee number two starring in a room full of idiots, 
Adam Thielen. Yeah, Adam Thielen takes over the role of a grumpy old grandpa here at 33 years old. A room full of idiots. And we pretty much found inspiration for this award because Adam Thielen's sitting there. It's like, it's crazy what I can do when I'm the best player on the team. And (laughs) that's not saying much for the Carolina Panthers in their wide receiver room or really their their offense in general. But Thielen, you got to give it to him. Since week two, he hasn't put up less than 15 points, and he did almost touch 30 this week with 29.7. The dude is getting at least eight targets a game with 13 and 14 targets sprinkled in there as well. He's scoring touchdowns. He scored in three of the five games this year. I mean, Thielen is being everything you could hope for and more, especially from someone who you probably could have gotten off of the waiver wire. He currently sits as the wide receiver 10. Now, will this continue? I would make a case to say yes, as long as the Panthers do not bring in a solid wide receiver one. And as long as he is the only shop in town, Adam Thielen's going to be open and they're going to force targets his way. So Adam Thielen, congratulations on your nominee for being the best player on a horrible team. Yeah, I I do remember a couple offseason episodes when we were ranking wide receivers and we did have some love to show um, Adam Thielen's way. So in a way, we we called this. You're welcome. But then I also remember I quickly fell off the Adam Thielen ship after I read a couple stats with uh, wide receivers and their rookie quarterbacks. But that's the beauty of this industry. Gentlemen, we can always be proven wrong and everyone will remind you, too. Yep, keeps on your toes. All right, we have a close vote here, guys. Pretty much half and half. 55% one way, 45% the other. Wow. Wow. Adam Thielen falls short. Oh, my God. Really? Take the award, yes. (laughs) 55%. What is going on with the committee today? Takes on Stefan Diggs. I think it's more so like. I think it's the household names. I think Diggs, that's what it is. Be, it could be the fact that Stefan Diggs has been showing consistency for like five years now. Yeah. Or people just like putting. I think people just like putting salt in my wound. They know the Orioles are down <laughs> and they're about <laughs> to lose again tonight. And people just think I don't deserve happiness. And I'm starting to believe that as well. <laughs> You do, Paul. Thank you. you. Paul. Everyone it doesn't feel that way. Happy. Paul, you know, you. you know what? You know what could bring you some happiness, bud? What? Sending someone to the doghouse. To Ooh. the doghouse. <laughs> yes, that's right. We're at the time of the episode where we hand out one free ticket to the doghouse. And we did put this up on our Instagram story on uh, Instagram, obviously, at the eye test pod. Um, and I open ended question. Who deserves one free pass to the doghouse and the majority of voters said this one guy a quarterback that featured in a film a 40 million dollar mistake and that is Dak Prescott but more so like tomato comes across yes that's right Dak Prescott has not 
scored 20 points yet. And it's not like that was expected from the jump. He was probably drafted somewhere in the seventh or eighth round, probably as like the quarterback eight, nine, 10 range, kind of like before Kirk cousins after Trevor Lawrence type of deal. So you're expecting to get like 14 points, which he's done three times, but the games that he's bad, he's really bad. And one of those games was against the giants where he scored six points week five. I mean, hey, if you started Dak Prescott, you probably knew it was going to be trouble going up, going up against that Niners defense, scoring seven points, uh, completed 14 passes for 153 yards and topped it off with three interceptions. Ooh, That's right. He's at four, four interceptions already through five games on pace to break his record from last year, which was 15 interceptions in 12 games. So. He's on pace to throw uh, – uh, well, I guess he's on pace to throw like 13, so it's pretty close. But um, I'm sure he will break that record. He's doing absolutely nothing. He threw one touchdown. He hasn't eclipsed more than two yet this year. Dak Prescott deserves a free pass to the doghouse. So congratulations, I guess, Dak. The hey. $40 million mistake, and, and that is – that's um, a tragedy film. I believe maybe you'll be joined there by some of your teammates. Yeah. Oh, just maybe. And you will find that out tomorrow, guys. Um, For all of you viewing on YouTube, listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can tune in to tomorrow's episode where we do another week of the doghouse, another week of putting players on the stand. Who are we going to debate? And then, of course, who are the other three, four, five players joining the doghouse? All that and much, much more on the eye test tomorrow at 3 p.m. We will see you then. Peace. Peace. See you.